when you put that money into the bank, legally the money belongs to them, it doesn't belong to you anymore. So if the knife comes down, they're not going to give you that money back. They will either seize those funds or they will just be like, oh, something happened or whatever. So the problem is that the money isn't actually safe in the bank. My guest today in this particular episode is Brother Zuhair Girach. He runs a, a series of spiritual retreats. He has online courses and things. He had a series of uh, important financial decisions to make, both on a personal level and a professional level. He's been calling me and we've been having conversations. He's been looking for an outside perspective on what's the best way to navigate that and uh, you know what are the right choices to make right now you know, in, in terms of the economy and things. So I said to him, rather than me having this conversation with you on the phone, why don't you come down to the studio, let's have this conversation in front of the camera with the mic switched on, and let's capture this because surely other people will benefit from this as well. Because I often find myself kind of having similar conversations with other people as well, so let, let's just capture that once and for all, me just sharing my uh, opinions on that, basically. So hope you enjoy that, and uh, I'll see you all guys soon, inshallah. You and I had this conversation, right? When you first came down mm. um, uh, after the first lockdown. Yeah. But you had this conversation about, you know, you were thinking about, shall I, you, you know, obviously this ribeye is involved, but shall I go and get a house now? Yeah. Shall I rent? Yeah. Um, and then even now the question keeps coming up. Like, still, we know, three years I mean, on, still the same yeah, question. And you know, because like, I, I've, had, I've had mothers say this to me. I've had, um, you know, I've had men say this to me. I've, I've, I've seen it on other people. I can feel it on myself. There's this darkness that's prevailing over all of us, right? It's just, it's like, it's like a descent to nihilism. Mm. Like, w what's the point of even getting up in the morning? What's yeah. the point of even doing anything? What's the point of, there's no satisfaction in anything. You can have a nice meal or whatever, but life just doesn't have the richness that it used yeah. to have. Yeah. The thing that I feel is like the world that we lived in for the last hundred years, this, this world order that we've been living in, that is predominant, you know, it's it's governed by the, the American dollar, the US dollar, the fiat banking system. Yeah. It's now starting to collapse. Yes. And we're all feeling it. The same people that I was having, you know, there were people, see, you and I were different on this. When I was saying the things that I was saying to you three years ago, because, mm. you know, people see my posts, you were willing to have yeah. this conversation with me. People were saying to me, can you stop talking about this stuff? You're wrong. Um, uh, why are you being so depressive? Why are you riling us all up? Why are you being so alarmist? Why are you being so defeatist? I was getting all of this stuff, right? Yeah. And and a lot of people were saying, maybe the, this system is going to crash, but it's not going to crash for at least another 20, 30, yeah. 40, 50 years. Yeah. Those same people are now calling me okay. and saying to me, do you think that no matter how hard we work, these people are really hard workers, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, you know, and always about... It's not. It's not about what. The, it's not about what's going on in the economy. It's about how hard you work. So you can make yeah. as long as you work hard, then you'll be okay. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not making money, it's because you're not working hard enough. Yeah. And I've never been of that view. Yeah. Right. I've never been of that view because I'm like you can only work. So, a barista in in a in a coffee shop works hard. A toilet cleaner works hard. These people work hard. Yeah. Their remuneration or however you say that word because I always get it wrong. Remuneration <laughs> is never equal to their level of effort. effort. Yeah. And there are other people whose level of effort is much more smaller and they're raking it in, Mashallah, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that that can't be it. Yeah. But these people are now calling me and saying, uh, how do you think we should survive this? Uh, do, you, do you think it's all about to collapse and how do you think we should yeah. survive? How do we navigate all of this? They're saying it to me now. So everybody's feeling it. And you're and are you feeling it now? No, I've, well, look, I've been feeling it since then and feeling it since before. And this is why I think when I came across your posts um, during lockdown then 
I thought, okay, yeah, let's let's look into that. But I I agree with the sentiment that you can get wrapped up in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and suddenly life becomes like, what's the point? Yeah. Or else there are so many other people that ignore this whole topic altogether mm. and they just carry on because they're happier mm. of not knowing, mm. right? And I feel most people are somewhere in between. Mm. The people that don't care are already established. Mm. They already have many properties under their name. They've got, you know, a lot of backup, okay, in terms of assets and in terms of maybe money if it's going to stay around. But they've got like um, precious metals or whatever it may be. But they're, they're okay. Mm. Then there's the ones right on the bottom scale where they live day by day, mm. okay? But my concern really is the people in between. Mm. We sort of live, we have a little we bit of a, a little buffer. Bit, yeah. Yeah. We have a buffer, but then what if that buffer suddenly disappears? Yeah. So, and the chances of that happening are very real now, unfortunately. Yeah, but again, you see, we had the same conversation three years ago, and it was going to happen then. Yeah. And now, like three years on, it's still going to happen. Now. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I've I, the thing that I've always said, me personally, timing's not my forte. Yeah, of course. So I know, I like it's like you know you're gonna die, but I don't know when I'm. It's gonna like die. when's Kiyama, you know? Yeah, it's you like, know, you know all the coming. signs are here. So when's yeah. Gabba? Yeah, I don't know when that's gonna happen. And and look, the if you look into it objectively, I know this system's gonna collapse. It has to, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, but I, what I can't say is when. Yeah, and I, even I will admit to myself that okay, maybe I was being a bit overly alarmist three years ago because I was so worried, and it mm. did look like it was gonna. Yeah, and somehow they managed to pull the buck out. But you know, now you see the stuff that's coming out now. Like I just watched a video this morning, and there's some there's like. A, I don't know if he's a statesman or a military guy or whatever. It's some prominent figure in the U.S., right? And he has a lot of the, uh, he knows a lot of the ins and outs of what's going on behind the scenes, right? right? And even he's saying, Saudi Arabia's made all these deals with China and with Iran and Qatar's about to do it and all these nations, are, you know, and yeah. petrodollars are about to finish. Yeah. And he's saying it. And he's saying it publicly. Yeah, that's fine. But then... And okay. you know, even the the people on CNN have started saying it publicly now. Like, yeah. And they've got, you know, they've got a frog in their throat and yeah. they're starting to cry about it. <laughs> and they're like, oh no. So it's this... Even the, the, there's a guy next door who's a yeah. finance guy, right? Okay. He's a financial advisor. And even he has, he, he came in here when just when I was setting this place up. Right. And he goes, never seen it like this. You know, he's like, the stock market was just going up and up and up. And now he's like, Some, something's wrong. Yeah. So everybody's feeling it. Yeah, and and I think there is. So there are people who are sort of concerned in in that mm. in in our zone, the middle middle zone. Um, so what needs to happen? I mean, you see, like like I, I came to see you back then. I'm someone that you know doesn't believe in the riba system in that yeah. sense that I've I've never purchased a house. I've always rented. Yeah. Right. But do you feel like because you know people will say to you, you lost all that money in rent? Do you feel no no that? no not at all? You know. It's Allah's duty to provide for me, right? And to house me and all the rest of it. Mm. I will make my efforts. Yeah. Now, sometimes I sort of sit back and think, well, only if I would have. Yeah, that's right? how I feel. Because yeah. by now, you know, at yeah. least I would have had one house, which mm. some muftis say it's okay yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? Then at least I would have had my house by now. But at the same time, I've had money to pay my rent, but not enough money to buy a house. Yeah. You see, yeah. and that's the challenge yeah. a lot of people are in. Yeah. And 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 when I'm working with my clients, I see more and more of these people. And when I see that and there's more see, and more single mothers, for do example. Do you see that there's this, that do, do you feel that like there's more of this even from three years ago? 
Or was it already increasing? It, even it, it was then? already then. Yeah, you you just see like the deterioration of of you know the the whole uh, morality of people, the mindset, the attitudes of people. You see that that's where it's headed anyway, yeah. right? It's just so a descent. It's yeah, it's 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 just yeah. That's it. We're just it's just coming down, but the, the, we just don't know where the where the bottom is. When when's the plane going to actually touch the ground? And and what do we do before then? You see, this is the thing. So for example, if um, three years ago. We thought that the end is nigh. Yeah. Right. Or today we say the end is nigh. It's um, you know, we're in May. By mm. August, everything's going to be done mm. over. Right. Okay. So if I've got a pot of money, mm. I've got a thousand pounds. I've got ten thousand mm. pounds. I've got fifty thousand pounds. What should I do with that fifty thousand pounds that's sitting in the bank or ten thousand pounds? Right. And that's what people want to know. Okay. So the the issue. Let let's say let's say you've got fifty k in the bank. Make it ten. That's manageable, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have 50. you got 50k in the bank? <laughs> the thing is, if you've got 10k in the bank, right? The problem that you've got at the moment is uh, we're getting a banking collapse. So the, the US banks have already started collapsing. They're collapsing faster and faster. And when the bank says to you, when when you check your bank statement and it says £10,000 on there or $10,000 mm. on there, that's just them saying, this is what we owe you if you were if you were to yeah. ask for it back. Yeah. But realistically, they've gone and gambled that somewhere else. Yeah. So it's not even there. No. Right. And what happens is because because of all these games that they've been playing and all these things that they've been doing, it's about to come. It's all about to come crashing down. So you can't see legally that money belongs. When you put that money into the bank, legally the money belongs to them. It doesn't belong to yeah. you anymore. So if the knife comes down, they're not going to give you that money back. Yeah, they will just they will either they will either seize those funds or they will just be like, oh, something happened or whatever. Up to a certain amount, you have insurance to a certain amount, but where but the insurance is is based on a mathematical model. So when everybody needs to be covered by that insurance, it's not going to work. Yeah, there's only so many times you can do bailouts, and there's only so many other banks that can buy the smaller bank and blah blah yeah. blah and all that kind of stuff, right? So the problem is that the money isn't actually safe in the bank. So if you take it out of the bank, the problem that you've got is that um, it's losing purchasing power. Yeah, and that's about to happen to the dollar very soon. So just because you've got a thousand dollars sat at home, and that thousand dollars buys you, say, a month, you know, pays for a month's worth. Yeah, but we've already seen that now with how much we're paying for. Like yesterday, I had my tire changed, and uh, I said, "How much?" He goes, "Thirty pound." I go, "You what?" And yeah. he goes, I said, come on. But I said, no, it was 15 pounds like yeah. the last time. And he goes, yeah. okay, 25 then. Uh, yeah. I know, I, I I bought a set of tires uh, about four years ago and the, for my car and they were about 65 pounds each. Each year then. And then last year I had to buy some and they were like 100 pounds. And I was like, what? You know, and everything is being blamed. Uh, Chinese economy, the there's, you know, supply chain issues and blah, 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 and all this. But that's not the reality of the situation. No. What's actually happened is they've printed so much money, they've weakened each pound and each dollar. So your purchasing power is less. So that it's it's not that the price of everything's gone up. It's that it takes more of each of those uh, pounds and each of those dollars to buy the thing that you need. That's what's happened. It's inflation. That's what's going on. Mm. So you've got to be able to protect yourself from the inflation is what you've got to be able to do. Yeah. Okay, so, so, the, so the scenario here, for example, is we estimate, for example, a collapse by August or September. Let's say, let, I say realistically speaking, actually, with, with the way things are going, yeah. it, it looks like it's going to be less than five years. Okay. Um, and given that the strangest things have happened in the world, you could be seeing a change within, say, 18 months. Okay. 
So you could say end of next year. Okay, so end of next year, right? So I start buying gold and I start buying, yeah. you know, copper and stuff like that. But then come end of next year and the economy is still going. Yeah. And I'm stuck with all this metal in my in my yeah. possession and no one wants to buy it back. Yeah. Or I try to sell it and then the buying price is very different from the selling price. Hmm. So the um okay, there's two there's two things to answer there. The first thing is um nobody's never nobody's ever not going to want to buy gold from you okay that's never happened in history well, it seems uh, to be getting better now yeah but it's never happened in history it's just a case of where where do you take that gold to right yeah. somebody will always want to buy it hmm. somebody's always looking for it i mean central banks right now and states right now are buying so much gold it's, they're buying record amounts so people always want gold it's just a case of you just haven't found somebody that wants it right now hmm. because other things are a bit more popular, you know, Bitcoin or whatever. Or okay. What's happening with gold and silver is they do manipulate the price of it artificially. Yeah. There are things that they do to manipulate the price of that. So you can buy gold this year. Let's say you let's say you buy it for like a thousand dollars an ounce or whatever. Mm. Um, and next year you might find it's about nine hundred or eight hundred. It's a little bit less. Mm. There will come a time. There has to come a time where all of a sudden it's not a thousand dollars an ounce. It's ten thousand yeah. dollars an ounce. And and what happens in that time is you get a lot of fluctuation. Mm. So it's very difficult to say when's the right time to buy the yeah. gold and, and, and uh, when is the right time to kind of secure yourself against that. But that's why I say keep buying small amounts to the point where it's not hurting you too much because you still need money left over to buy bread and, and yeah. pay rent and everything else. Okay, so off precious metals then, what sort of portfolio would you... So this, this is what, what I've been trying yeah. to do yeah. personally. What I've been trying to do, which has not been very easy, mm. I've been getting a hold of Russian ruble and Chinese yuan. That's what I've been doing. So I've not, I'm not buying, I'm not buying any crypto. Yeah. Because I, I don't trust the, I don't trust because the, because the crypto is effectively just a piece of software. Yeah. And they can change the rules. They can change the game. They can change anything and everything. Anytime. And make any excuses. And all of a sudden, your one Ethereum or whatever is just, it's either not worth what it used to be, or even if it's worth what it used to be, you can't turn it back into, yeah, into money because the exchange has gone down, yeah. or this has happened, or that's happened. So I, I just don't trust that entire world. Mm. And I'm not investing in stocks either because when the when this entire economic system collapses, it wouldn't surprise me if the stock market goes with it. Okay. Because they're all kind of inter, interlinked and intertwined. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do, apart from precious metals and things, where I've got any money left over is buy assets. Um, assets being actually buying stuff, that physically buying stuff. So having a car, having a this, or if I've got the money for it and just mm. holding on to it, right? But people think assets are, you just go and get a loan and go and buy a car. And if I've got a car on finance, that's an asset. It's not, it's a liability. Mm. You want an asset where you, so my car, I own it. I don't lease my cars. Yeah. And I get really nervous about these people who are leasing their cars because when you get that collapse, it's, the leasing company's not going to go, okay, we'll just keep the car then. They're going to take it off you. And at that point, you've got nothing. It's yeah. just women naked under the sea at that point. Yeah. So own things, you know, own things outright. Yeah. Because you're gonna you're gonna need them just to be able to hold on to them. You don't want in in an e economic collapse situation if you're not earning for whatever reason, and everything costs a fortune. The last thing you want to have to be able to have to do is to now have to pay for the mm. car or whatever it is that you need to pay yeah. for stuff outright. Actually own it. Owning it. So that's another thing. Um. But but the but the main thing I'm doing in terms of investment. See because. Because Russia and China have gotten into this economic alliance, and because they've played such a China's played a really China's played like a twenty-year-long game here, mm. and they've outmaneuvered the U.S. Yeah, right. And um, Russia's outmaneuvered the U.S. as well, mm. and they're both in uh, they're both in an alliance. 
And now the other countries, Iran and Saudi yeah. and Mexico and Venezuela and all these, Brazil and South Africa, they're all starting to join China, right? Mm. Um, and at that point, when this system collapses, they're not going to move over to gold and silver. They probably will back their currency with gold and silver. Yeah. So the gold itself will be still worth a lot. Yeah. And it will end up being able to buy you a lot more. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to go into the supermarket and pay for stuff with a, with a bar of gold or with a bar of silver. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's the issue. So you want a currency uh, that's going to outperform the, the, the dollar and the, and the pound. But isn't the CBDC already established for China and uh, they're working on one together? So if, if yeah. that's the case, then aren't these coins like Ethereum and XRP and all that worth investing in? Because that forms the sort of foundation of the structure on which they built the blockchain. So it's a, that's a really long conversation, right? Oh. But what I would say <laughs> is the crypto world where you were supposed to have all this blockchain and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff, right? It's not lived up to any of its promises. Yeah. The blockchain was supposed to be decentralized. Yeah. And it was supposed to have a record of everything that's happening. And it was supposed to be anonymous and all this. And thing is, a lot of that is actually an illusion. A lot of those things that were supposed to happen actually don't happen. Like if I if I want to hold some Bitcoin on, on an exchange called Kraken and I want to take a lot of money out, I can't do that transaction anonymously. I have to give them my passport details just to get yeah. verified. Yeah, KYC now. Yeah. KYC, yeah. yeah. So all of this stuff about, you know, um, it being anonymous and it being on the blockchain, a lot of it is just an illusion. You know, it's just... So I, I just don't trust that world. Um, but China is doing a CBDC, yeah. They are doing... They are putting the yuan on the blockchain. Yeah. But the thing is, the chances of that being the, do the dominant, new dominant currency is very real. Hmm. And what you could do at that point is either convert your gold into yuan when you need to, okay. right? If if the dollar collapses yeah. and the yuan becomes the yeah. dominant currency at that point, mm. just convert your gold. Instead of trying to convert your uh, gold back into pounds, just convert them into yuan. Yeah. And then you can go and buy your food or whatever else you need to do. Mm. Or have some yuan up front. Yeah. Um, because if it takes over, you've already got some and mm. then you can convert the paper back into the yeah. digital. And same with ruble. Yeah. But this this is the difficulty, isn't it, of of how to allocate resources between buying assets, buying yeah. some of that, and that's the challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's that. Unfortunately, because the, the problem that you have is if you buy if you buy nothing but gold right now, yeah, and you buy nothing but ruble. I mean, ruble went up a huge amount last year. It okay. sank, then it went up. So if okay. you bought if you bought about hundred grand's worth of ruble last year, around about this around about March time when the war started, then a month about two months later. That was worth about 200 grand, wow. almost, it right? Doubled, yeah. It really doubled. But it's now sank back to those levels again this year. So oh, actually okay. now is a good time to buy. So it is problematic at the moment. So mm. you don't want to be putting you don't want to be putting so much into it yeah, exactly. that you can't function as uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And it is still a bit of a risk. There's no guarantee that the ruble will become dominant. Yeah, There's exactly. no guarantee that yeah. the yuan but it's looking that way. Hmm. Yeah, crypto again is, is I mean, we'll have very different conversations with different people, you know, in different yeah. groups that I'm connected with. Like some people completely believe in it. Some people yeah. will play the game because they're able to, um, you know, with the altcoins. Yeah. Um, and again, waiting for this Bitcoin halving to move things up yeah, again. Yeah, all this kind of blah, stuff. Blah, blah. So that goes on. But um, okay, now that's, yeah, that makes sense. So basically, look, um, it's really conservation of wealth, okay, yeah. of, of what is it or how is it that we can survive in the midst of an economic collapse. 
look the con- con- when it comes to the question of conservation of wealth only gold and silver is going to is going to preserve you yeah right even the ruble and the yuan is not going to preserve you yeah. that that is a mechanism that you can use to just get by like if you want to because you're not going to be able to go to the supermarket yeah and give them a silver coin and get a loaf of bread out of it. They're not. They just don't want to employ that. They should have been doing that system, but they don't want to. Yeah. So it's so a lot of people are thinking. You know what I will do is even if I've got some gold or if I've got some Bitcoin, when the dollar collapses, I'll just use the Bitcoin to go and pay for my goods and services. Yeah. I just can't see there that. There won't happen. be a system in place. But is is it possible that you could? convert your gold into yuan or you know sell your gold for yuan or sell your gold for yeah. ruble the chances of that happening are quite high yes mm. yeah no so that's something that um okay and as a proportion between gold and silver like if you had a thousand pounds sitting around or you wanted to invest as they have this they have this um thing called the gold to silver ratio, ratio. okay yeah and sometimes gold is based on the ratio and i can't remember which way it goes you'll have there's a youtube video on it that explains okay. it um, depending on which way the ratio is, sometimes gold is, is cheap against silver, sometimes silver yeah. is against, cheaper against gold. Mm-hmm. I've heard, and I might not be remembering this correctly, but I've heard silver is cheaper against gold at the moment. Okay. So then to buy more silver at that time and then change yeah. it accordingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But gold is harder to buy anyway. It's become a lot more difficult to buy at the moment. Is or it? is it the other way around? I think silver is maybe harder to buy at the moment. Yeah, no, silver has had its hikes. And I think recently, um, a few ma- last month maybe, I think the gold price... Shot through about sixteen hundred pounds an ounce, but it's, it has some small movements in the grand scheme of things. If you if you look at the price of gold from twenty years ago and you look at it now, it does this. The thing just keeps doing this. Always, right? yeah. It just, but yeah, the overall trend is upwards. Always, yeah. And you look at where gold was. I think gold was something like two hundred and fifty pounds an ounce in two thousand. Wow. And now it's like what eight hundred pounds an ounce or a yeah. thousand pounds an no, ounce. No, more than yeah. Yeah, and silver used to be five pounds an ounce in the 2000s and now it's like 20 pounds an ounce yeah so if you but so if you just held, because it's a long-term play yeah if you'd held on to it since the 2000s you'd been all right you'd have been <laughs> yeah and and you compare how, if you buy, compare how many ounces of gold does it require to buy a house right now yeah it's like 150 ounces it requires to buy mm. a house right now but the predictions are in another say five years it'll be like 50 ounces of gold to buy a okay. house and actually it's already started moving south anyway so if you'd put that money into gold instead of putting that money into property, your gold would be worth, away. Yeah, your gold would be worth more against the property anyway. Yeah. And it's just a case of doing that more and more. Yeah. And I think that's what what people need to understand is you might not be able to buy everything out up front, yeah. but every week invest even if it's five pounds towards yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Just put a little bit away. Yeah. Five put a little bit away to the gold, put a little bit away to silver, yeah. put a little bit away because you can always spend that little bit of money on just, you know, a nice bit of cake. Or another top or whatever. Yeah. It's just a little bit. Just keep putting yeah. a little bit of it away. Yeah, That's yeah. all I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that there has to be a balance, right? That we know things will end. Okay. Happiness has to end at some point, right? Your sleep will end. Your food will end. But at the same time, don't stop living. Yeah. You know, I've, I've come across friends that, um, you know, during the crypto bull runs and all that. I've seen lawyers, right, who who are walking around in Primark bottoms and, you know, a T-shirt and you feel like giving them five pounds, like, you know, go and get yourself a meal, mate. Mm. right? Because they put all their money into Bitcoin. Yeah. What are you doing with your money? Oh, I've invested it. Yeah, you got to live a little. But they must be in a lot of pain now. No, they're okay because they, you see, it's all like future planned. Like, you know what, next year, bro, this is going after. Okay, okay. And then I'm okay. You know, so it's it's almost like they have a focused uh, agenda um, a clear objective of that's okay. my strategy and okay fine if it's going to work for you but look don't dress up like this at least you're a lawyer for crying out loud you have children at home don't deprive them 
Yeah. I don't know, I'm not going to buy coffee. I'm not going to buy ice cream. I'm not going to buy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying don't that. Don't do either. them, you know. Yeah. Live but what I wouldn't well, say yeah. is, I would. What I wouldn't say is go and you know start finding because you know a lot of people they still want to be part of the cra- the crew that goes to Bali on holiday and they still want to have the Tesla and they still yeah. want the Audi Q7, and you get and the, they're they're funding all of this through credit card finance. Yeah, and that's dangerous. Yeah, because that's gonna, that is going to come back and hurt you. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. and as Allah says that you know your your uh, your riba is going to be. Obliterated, yeah, and, I, and I mean, people are still having the conversation now. Like, you know, uh, should should I get a house? Or should I buy a house on a mortgage? Should I get rent? Yeah. And I, I, I'm refusing to buy a house because I'm like, interest rates are going to go through the roof. The it, it's going to be unaffordable. I don't want to buy a house, get a mortgage, and then find I can't afford the payments, and the yeah. house is gone because of the investment that I'm going to make in that house. Whereas on rent, yes, you lose the house, but I didn't make an investment in the house as such. Yeah. So, but then what will happen with everyone who's on rent um, who can't pay them? I don't know. You see, this is these are yeah. So that's, there's that's so many variables that are involved. Too much, yeah. Yeah, there's so many variables. And I think the problem is that you can't. It's very difficult to find information on because this is this has happened before. Uh, so there were there was a collapse that took place in 1929. Okay. But the information on exactly what happened on a day to day basis is mm. skewed. Yeah. Right. So they've skewed that information. So I don't know what happened. Yeah. It's very difficult to know. And then the Soviet Union collapsed. Yeah. And so Romania and mm. Yugoslavia and all these countries, they, they suffered. But I know some of the anecdotes of what happened over there. And, yeah. and, and that's why I say invest in the, the ruble and the yuan, because mm. they had their money in Romanian currency and Bulgarian currency. Yeah. And, the peop- and because the dollar was going to be dominant over the Soviet Union, whoever had even a little bit of dollars, there's a case of a, of, of a grandpa, right? He had a $100 bill at his house, which was a souvenir from the US. Okay. And the economy collapsed within four weeks. The Romanian, eco- uh, the Bulgarian economy collapsed within four weeks. Okay. So the the Romanian currency went went from something like ten against the dollar to eleven thousand against the dollar in the space of four weeks. Wow! And because he had a hundred dollar bill, because he'd just been on holiday, he went and paid his mortgage off with a hundred dollar <laughs> bill. What I'm now saying is that's probably gonna happen going to happen now in reverse with the yuan and ruble. You see? Yeah. Okay, so we need to get some of those then. Yeah, but I think inshallah, yeah, put some links in the, yeah, in the yeah, comments inshallah of uh, where to, yeah, where to buy some. More. I mean, you can't. The thing is, you uh, you know, it just gets unethical. You can't you can't open a Russian bank account right now. Yeah, in, no, Chinese no. bank accounts are very difficult to yeah. do. You can't fly to Russia and buy a ruble. No, and people you know have this thing about well, Russia's the enemy and everything and all that. And I thought, okay, fine. Even if you believe that Russia is the enemy and everything. You have to accept that their economy is going to over. Yeah. The economy is going to be dominant, and yeah. you need to be able to survive. Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because I think last year uh, we went to Turkey, and um, I asked them. I said, "Do you have any Russian rubles?" He goes, oh, "No, like we're not." We're but not they're accepting it. it now. I saw that in October. No, so they now they might have right. Okay. But last uh, last when was I there? There's so many Russian March, tourists out there. That's what surprised me. I thought, yeah. you know what? Let me get a hundred pounds worth of rubles there. Okay. And they said, "No, we now we don't have." But they're not selling it, or they just not selling it, not exchanging it. I was like, it's very, very strange. That was so, strange. yeah. So I thought that's a jeep, but anyway. So maybe now they, yeah, they might. It's probably restarted. There's a company. There's in a the, lot of trade. There's a company there. in the UK that sells ruble. Yeah. And I actually interviewed them about a year ago. Okay. They sell, called Manor Effects. They sell ruble. Okay. Um, and they, just, I don't know how they're getting hold of it, and they were the only exchange <laughs> that I could find that was selling it. Okay. Yeah. No, and so I, I bought some from there. Yeah, that's. I think it's it's worth. But you and you can get from anywhere. Okay. You and you can get from like Travelex. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. You just pay but it's only a matter premium. of time before you won't be able to buy yuan either. So. Ah, okay. If you have any questions about the content or the subject matter, the things that I've discussed in this video, then 
please sign up to my Discord. The link is in the description below. It's a small app that you can use, very similar to how chat groups used to work before. You can be anywhere in the world and sign up for it. All you have to do is, is sign up via Patreon, which will then give you access to the Discord app. It is a like-minded community of other people that are talking about the same things, but we can just speak openly to each other. You might have some questions of your own, or you might have some insight of your own. Come and talk to me, come and talk to others. We can share ideas with each other and we, and we can grow as a community.